0: Hey everyone, and welcome everyone. Hey everyone, and welcome to Five Minute Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome to
1: Five Minute Podcast, hey, brought to you by TinksMagicalVacations dot com. My name's Nick, also known as at Disney Adams on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And naturally, because this is our second ever episode of Disney Dining with Pollyanna, I am here today with the one, the only Pollyanna. How are you? I'm good, Nick. How are you today? Not too bad. And you can be found on um, Facebook and Instagram at Takes Magical Vacations with Pollyanna. So make sure you guys head over there and check out everything. She's got a lot of cool info on there. And she announces some cool stuff, as well as when her podcast is going to be out each month. So definitely a great way to get, you know, the info right there. So this week, we are talking about Animal Kingdom, and more specifically, Animal Kingdom Quick Service. Um, You know, and like I was saying to you, Pollyanna, I really kind of wanted to touch base with this, you know, sooner than later, because we had the best um, experience with uh, Flame Tree Barbecue. It was actually the first time that we'd used mobile ordering. My fiance went and found a seat that wasn't too close to the flamingos, and, and <laughs> I, I, I got the
2: food, and, and I love the seating. Um, have you had a chance to get over there? Yeah, so that is, I mean, that's one that we've gone to for many, many years. I think it's, it's located in such a great place. There is so much seating, but like you say, it is outside. Um, so if you need a break from you know the Florida heat, that may not be the place to go to. But there is so much to see. You can go down and watch you know Everest, and you can you can dine with the with the animals around you. But uh, yeah, that's a perk. But we we like it because again, there's plenty of seating, and there's a wide variety. Like they they have a really good watermelon salad. It's just refreshing. So when you're hot and you just don't feel like that heavy food in your gut. That's one that I really enjoy. But then again, if you've got a huge appetite, you could get in there and get that sampler with the chicken and the ribs and the pork, pork and the beans Now you're speaking well. my language. Yeah, or you can share it with someone <laughs> depending upon your appetite that day. But um, that is one that, you know, I have two boys that, you know, are high school and college, and that is one place where it pleases us all. Like we can all get enough food to fill us and keep us on for the day. Um, One thing, though, about that place that surprised me, and I kind of want your take on that, is the fries. You have to buy them separately. Um, Yes,
1: I I did notice that.
2: It doesn't come with the meals, which I guess is surprising, but lots of times, too, we're sort of burnt out on the fries. So if you're going there thinking fries are a side, it's not. You have to buy it separately.
1: Well, yeah, and, you know, we got to keep in mind, too, you know, this is a, a, a barbecue restaurant, so the portions are pretty big. But that was one thing that I noticed because, you know, at a lot of the other parks, you know, when you get your meal, even with the kids' meals, there's always a the French fry option, you know, you get the mac and cheese, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did notice that as well. Um, now, my question for you there is, you know, with with it being barbecue and a lot of stuff isn't breaded, how was it with the, the gluten-free?
2: Yeah, so there's plenty for me to get there. I can get the ribs and the beans and the chicken. All the chicken is so good. And I can get the pork. Um, Surprisingly, you know, locally you have to be real careful, but they're, you know, they're 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 very mindset of let me make sure that, you know, everything is according to your allergies. And I will say I am so excited since the last time we have spoken that now on the mobile app there are places where you click not just like, let's say, the ribs, but you click the gluten-free ribs. So now I can do it by mobile app. I'm so excited. Oh, that
1: is great. I hadn't heard about that. That that is certainly um yeah. a, a great benefit for the, the food allergies. Now is it just gluten free or have they kind of no, it it using in their, some the other egg, basics
2: the egg allergy and the peanut, so it was it was a wide variety. And so that and we talked about that the last time, that is a huge time saver and you just brought it up again that doing that mobile app that Disney has so graciously <laughs> invented for us that, you know, are on the go kind of Disney people, it really is such a huge time saver.
1: Yeah, and I mean, really, you know, everyone's like, you know, especially if you're not too tech savvy, a lot of people when I use the app, the lines aren't that bad. I'm telling you guys, you know, I, I just, uh, my fiance actually, I was at work, unfortunately, she just finished doing our fast passes, we already have our ADRs, we're getting all of our, you know, daily planner, you know, going for the, for the binder, and yeah. you do have time, but why not give yourself more time? You could be, you know, just about to head out from, from a different area, you know, you're coming off of the safari, or you're going out and doing one of the jungle treks, you can say, all right, hey, let's get the food going, you know, we'll order it. You show up, mm-hmm. you say, hey, I'm here, and, and you're not waiting long at all. And they call you right out, you know, right at the service window. So it's, it's been a great experience. And actually, um, this was the first time we had, <clears throat> excuse me, used um, the, the, um, the app to do so at Magic Kingdom. So I'm really happy to hear that they're kind of really expanding on that. Um, yeah. now Throughout the park, there are a lot of quick services at um, Animal Kingdom. Um, you know, do you want to talk about anything that's going to be a little bit more kid-specific?
2: Yeah, I can. And, you know, before we even talk about that, I you know, we talked, like you were saying, about all the planning, about before you go to a trip, before you, you know. And I really do think it's important. And even with counter services, like, I like the fact that you can be a little more flexible. You can wait until you get there and figure out what you feel like. But I do also feel like at Animal Kingdom – the, the park layout is a little more difficult to maneuver if you've not been there. So if you are thinking of going to Animal Kingdom, I suggest downloading a park map just so you can get a good feel for where these restaurants are and your fast passes and things like that so you're not backtracking because I find myself doing that sometimes, and I know where things are in the park. So just just to kind of keep that in mind, even if you are just eating counter service, just to sort of know your surroundings.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, you know, if, again, if you haven't been to Animal Kingdom, a lot of people don't because of the hours, but now it's extended hours and everything like that. Keep in right. mind, it is, it is kind of set up like an Epcot circle. So you, you know, when you go through the different areas, you have to walk all the way back through those areas to get okay. to your location. And, and this is a very, um, you know, Joe Road and his team did a very good job designing this place as far right. as, you know, the aesthetics of it. So some of these little shops and quick service areas are kind of hidden in with, you know, the scenery that you're walking through. Like I know when we tried to find Starbucks for the first time, it was it was an absolute mess.
2: Right. Yeah, I agree. So a little bit of planning ahead, even if you're doing counter services, I think is a good tip for um Animal Kingdom. Um another place that I think is sometimes overlooked is that Harambe market. It has unique foods. Now when we talk about Epcot and I can't wait for that session. But when we talk about Epcot, there's such a variety there, but I do feel like Animal Kingdom also offers some things that maybe you don't get back home. I really feel like Harambe Market is a nice place to, you can even grab and go, or at least just something to, you know, different from the ordinary chicken nuggets and hamburgers. So we have gone there a couple times, and it is, it's, it's a nice change um, of food for sure. But, you know, you had asked about the kid-friendly restaurant. And I think that some people may be misled, thinking Animal Kingdom, and it's going to be African themed, and it's, and it really they they do a great job with that, but they also do a really good job of um, gearing toward the whole family. There's a couple restaurants that I know you and I have talked about too, um, just having kids that have eaten there is that Pizza Safari. Yeah, that, yeah. That's an easy go-to. I mean, you know, the kids love pizza. Um, I can get gluten-free pizza actually, which I've not tried, and I'm excited about that. But they also have Caesar salads and garlic knots, which look to die for. Um, and you know, it's interesting because while I was doing the research, looking into you know counter services, making sure that I hadn't missed any just from being there, I noticed that they are now doing a new evening table service family dining plan. I mean, I mean dining style food through the plan. Um, that I did not know about, and you get your drink, you get an appetizer salad, you get C D fettuccine, pizza, cannolis, and it's like 20 bucks an adult. It, I mean, it sounds like a great deal, and I'm a little tempted to try it next time we go. Yeah, that that seems
1: pretty neat. We're, I'm going to have to check that out myself. And, you know, again, and you were talking about before with the, um, you know, being outside. Keep in mind, Harame Market is also a little bit more of an outside area. So, yes. you know, Pizza Safari is definitely, that's a good way to kind of get in, cool yourself off, and, you know, yes. when you've got the kids there, it's super hot. You know, it's definitely a great place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, one of the other things that are really cool with Animal Kingdom, and they were kind of the ones to, to really kind of start doing it outside of Epcot, but they've been serving a lot of, you know, great, you know, alcoholic beverages for the adult crowd. Yes.
2: Now, the last time we talked about Magic Kingdom, that was not an option. That's not something that they offer there. But, yes, Animal Kingdom has a wide range of unique alcoholic beverages and you were talking to me about the one over in Avatar Land, which I know we're going to talk about in just a little bit because that's one of my favorite places. But um, Oh, Pongo
1: Pongo, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, that drink sounded yummy.
1: <laughs> and, guys, just to let you know about this drink, I, I'm not sure the exact name of it, but it's a very, you know, it's a rum runner. It's a dragon fruit rum rum runner drink. Um, you know, again, it is a cast member serving you, so you do end up getting a little bit more um, rum in there than you would think. <laughs> um, it has a little dragon, um, the dragon fruit lava balls, and we actually grabbed uh, that on our way over to do the uh, Navi River Ride. And let me tell you, it's a great way to kind of cool yourself off as you're going through the line for the Navi River Ride.
2: Yeah. So I don't think we need to sell Animal Kingdom short with the alcoholic beverages. You know, Epcot really does that. You know, great because of course the food and wine and things like that. So I think when you think of which kind of place has But Animal Kingdom, too, don't let them fool you. You can find some good drinks there as well. Yeah,
1: they do. They have a lot of the African wine selections in a lot of the different places. Um, You Mm -hmm. know, I I have been talking to you when we went over to the Yak and Yeti. They also have, you know, specific beers that you can only get at Yak and Yeti. Um, So there's definitely a lot for everybody to kind of, you know, for every adult to kind of enjoy. Um, And also, you know, the, the Rum Runner that I'm talking about over at Pongo Pongo, they do have a kid-friendly version as well as a couple other drinks there. Um, so there's definitely a lot of good signature drinks as well. Um, yeah, I know now, a
2: lot of us love those Dole Whips, and there is one at that. It's Tamu Tamu, and it's one, it's a Dole Whip with rum.
1: Yes, I saw that.
2: So that is definitely on a short list for me for the next visit too. So, because um, I love a Dole Whip. Who doesn't? But, you know, add a little rum in there. And so there There are hidden secrets within animal kingdom for adults don't don't let you know don't pass those up
1: yeah disney isn't just for kids guys i mean i know yeah. I, I, I know you go but i we've done adult trips too it's, it's a lot of
2: fun it is fun we we have done that too and people are like you don't bring your kids i like no, it's a whole different experience
1: absolutely not we're going adults this round <laughs>
2: <laughs> no shame no shame um so another place too that is very kid friendly is that Restaurantosaurus, which is over you know, near the Dino Land, which I know has been renamed. Um, But they have lots of good things that the whole family can like. It's the burgers and the fries and the British shrimp and chicken and salads and things like that. But one of the things I like about it, again, is it's inside, and it's got the refillable drinks that are really only in limited places in um, Disney World. So I like that we can, you know, fill up on a Coke or whatever and then fill up again on our way out. And I know that just sounds like a – a tiny thing, to but when you're there and you're hot, you, I, I like my toast during the middle of the day, so that to <laughs> me this is a big selling point.
1: Yeah, and especially if you haven't been there before, a lot of people they get the cup when they, they you know, they go to the, their um, hotel the first, you know, the resort the first round, yeah. they have their cup, they're like, great, I'll be able to drink everywhere. Well, that's just for while you're at the resort. So when you do go find these quick services that do have refillable options, those are the ones to go with, because that means when you're going out for a parade or you're going to get in line for the next ride, you can bring a drink with you.
2: Yes, and to me, to me, that's a huge selling point. So that's what I really do like about that restaurant tosaurus, and it, everybody in the family can find something.
1: Yes. Now, you know, one thing that, you know, we were talking about is, you know, you and I included, you know, you've got kids, you, you've got your plans, you've got your favorite restaurants. Tusker House is always the one that I'm going to go to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as we've been talking, I kind of feel like we're, we're missing out a little bit on some of the other smaller locations like Harambe Market. You know, so right. that, that seems like it's good to kind of branch out a
2: little bit. Yeah, and I think that I've done a lot in Disney, and I have, but then I start sort of digging deeper, and I think, well, gosh, I've never thought about just grabbing a quick snack here, or there's that um, Nomad Lounge that you can go in, just the lounge part, and, you know, grab a little snack they have gluten-free churros. I mean, so there's so much. I'm going to eat myself sick the next time I go because there is so much, to offer there that I think we just sort of get in our rut of yeah we'll grab so or we'll grab it. but oh we like that
1: we'll go there yeah know.
2: exactly or we've been there we know we like it but this is a really nice place to kind of branch out and try something new
1: definitely definitely and I think you and I both are kind of building our running list because we're going in such close proximity to each other that we're gonna kind of start exploring the uh, the food trails.
2: I know, I'm excited. Any, anything that involves food, we'll be happy about. And, you know, our, my, our new favorite go-to place is that Satouli Canteen. We, last, our last trip we went, we had hoppers, and we ended up just going over for dinner one night. Like, we were tired, we were, but we were like, we gotta eat somewhere, and we said, we can go back to the hotel, and we said, oh no, we can go back to the Animal Kingdom, and we went back just to eat, eat there is it it's just so good What's your it really is with it like that yeah You've enjoyed
1: um, we went just as adults because we were there for you know just my fiance and I Casey and um we went she got the beef bowl I got the um the chicken bowl and we you know I think mm-hmm. we both did the rice um her and I aren't big on the sauces and veggies so we kind of you know we, we go bare bones we get just the, you know the meats and the, and the, the carbs um, right. but we 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 ended up splitting and let me just tell you the the, the steak, uh, the steak or the beef that they, they cut right off in front of you there off the broiler.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, yeah. you know, well, that was just, I mean, you know, it's, it's still very pink, but it, it's got this great texture, this great flavor. Um, I mean, the motif of the place is just awesome. It's, I, I think the story is, is that, that Alpha Centauri took over this old outpost, and the Navi have kind of, you know, novified it since the, the original group had left um, Pandora, and, um, it seems like that's what they're kind of going for. Um, I think it's cool. It's like it's like an old hangar. Um, I, I think their their queue system for the line is a really good idea to keep the crowds at bay.
2: Um, and mm-hmm. they also
1: have a um, alcoholic beverage there, which is a I can't remember the name of it, but um, the, I remember seeing the tap of it was the Floating Mountain. So it is a very pandora style mm-hmm. drink.
2: Yeah, and you know it's funny you talk about the queue because one of the things that I I like about it is that you can't go in and just save seats. You have to go through the queue and then find a seat. And I know for some people, they might be thinking, well, I want to go in and save seats. But what's nice is you have your food. You go and you sit down. You don't have to worry about people sitting in spots and not having enough to... And there's just ample seating, so it really does flow so nicely. They have really thought it through. Um, we got the bowls, too, and, oh, they were so good. And uh, my boys got the bowls, too, now... My son's girlfriend came, and she got the kids quesadilla, which was plenty of food, though. I mean, you know, she's a light eater, but there was plenty of food. It really – it was enough where an adult could have gotten that. And, again, they have the refill station, which you know is high on my list. The ambiance, the the whole feel of being in there, it, it's, it's relaxing. It's comforting. It's – I don't know. It's just a nice place to go. Eat, you know, refuel, regroup. It, it's it's our favorite go to place. Like that is that is our favorite. I would say within all parks.
1: Certainly. That is that is now actually my top. And, and Columbia mm-hmm. Harbor House, you know, it's hard for me to let her go. But that is certainly my top restaurant. We will be going back. And I think uh, this this time we're going to plan on trying the uh, little cheeseburger sliders they have. The little the little yeah, balls. Awesome. They there. Right. Yeah, yeah they uh, look good. Great. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'll definitely let you know how that is when we go down. Um, but let's take a break real, real quick and uh, hear a word from our sponsor.
0: To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call 833-88-TINKS today or visit tinksmagicalvacations.com. So,
1: you know, I, I think we really kind of explored a whole lot, you know, as far as Animal Kingdom. um, You know, there's definitely a lot of places that I need to try. I haven't personally gone over to Harambe Market myself, so that might be one that we're going to kind of snack. I, I have a feeling that I'm going to have a lot of heartburn this
2: next trip. Yes, and, and again, there's a Starbucks there. I think that needs to be duly noted, that there is a Starbucks at the Creature Comfort. So those of you that's, that's right, and they, there, actually, <laughs> they actually have the new uh, Mickey Mouse
1: Space um, cinnamon roll there. So oh. that's something that I want to try, the cinnamon bun there. I, I had just heard recently on another podcast, Shouldn't be telling me I'm listening to the podcast because this is the one you gotta go to. But they, they brought it up. I'm like, I need to get on. I need to get on Google now. I searched it. This thing is huge. There's like that big elephant ear that you can get there. But it's oh man, it looks great. And you get your iced coffee and you start walking around the park with that in the morning. It's gonna be a great experience.
2: Absolutely, yeah, and plenty to eat all day long.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right, so you know, I think that's about wraps it up. Um, again, guys, you know, this is Disney Dining with Pollyanna. Um, so, Pollyanna comes on. She's going to come on once a month with me. We're going to talk something about Disney food. Um, again, you can find her on Facebook and Instagram at Pink's Magical Vacations with Pollyanna. And then you can also find me over at, at Disney Adams on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And, of course, at 5MIN Popcorn on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for the website. Um, again, we are on all major podcasts. That is um, iTunes, uh, Google, Slacker, Stitcher, you know, everything in between. Um, make sure you guys are tuning in and you're subscribing. Um, we do have a big announcement coming up, and I'm going to give you a little secret. It is one of the Disney execs, um, so we're going to kind of hear from him about Disney, which is going to be really cool. So make sure you guys keep your ears out. Um, Pollyanna, anything else that you want to say or you think you're all set?
2: No, I appreciate it. I can't wait to talk about more food next month.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. We'll, we'll, we'll see you next round. If you're planning a trip to Disney, make sure to head over to tinksmagicalvacations.com. dot com. They are a Disney-authorized travel planning company, and they're here to help you. Their service is completely free, and their agents are extremely knowledgeable. Head on over to tinksmagicalvacations.com. Hey, everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Today in Disney History. Today, we go back to October 21st, 1982, for the formal grand opening of the Epcot Center in Walt Disney World. This was one of Walt's dreams, the experimental prototype city of tomorrow, and again, that opened on October 21st, 1982. For more of Today in Disney History, you can visit us at, at 5MINpopcorn on Instagram and Facebook and at 5 underscore popcorn on Twitter for a daily dose of Today in Disney History. Or you can listen in again on Monday of next week for that week's episode of Today in Disney History. Thanks for listening. Hey, everyone, and thank you for listening to this week's episode. Um, this was the second episode of Disney Dining with Pollyanna. You can find Pollyanna on Instagram and Facebook at Tink's Magical Vacations with Pollyanna. And of course, I'm Nick, also known as at Disney Adams on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to head over to my website. It is 5minpopcorn.wix, W-I-X forward slash blog. And of course, this week's episode of 5-Minute Popcast is brought to you by Tinksmagicalvacations.com. You can visit their website at www.tinksmagicalvacations.com or call 833-88-TINKS. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next week, guys. Remember, keep moving forward.